You are listening to CricketCast from Just The Cricket, your digital home of cricket. So welcome to a special edition of CricketCast. Um, this is an episode that we didn't want to make, and quite frankly one we didn't expect to be making right now. But as you probably are aware, one of the, if not the greatest bowlers in the cricketing history, Shane Keith Warne, passed away yesterday. Now there are umpteen articles out there about the details, so instead of focusing on that, we wanted to create an episode dedicated to the memory and to the legacy of Shane Warne. One which acknowledges the tragedy that is his passing, one which acknowledges that he didn't always play by the rules and sometimes enjoyed a party lifestyle, but also celebrates him, his cricketing life and the remarkable legacy that he leaves behind. I'm your host Oliver, joined once again by Achu and Joel, and we're about to get going but let me first remind you that we are an independent podcast whose express purpose is to bring you closer to the game of cricket. You, our listeners, are at the centre of everything we do, so get involved. We might be wrong, but we put you first. So let's go right to the heart of this. Um, how did you guys feel when you first heard the news? Feeling-wise, I think I just felt pr- pretty numb. It hasn't been a, the most um, positive week news-wise generally with what's going on in Ukraine and just uh, other news. So it was just another another blow, really. It was yeah, just tragic. I was on the train coming home. I was looking. I looked on the news see what was happening in Ukraine mm. and then just saw that well I didn't realise he was so young I thought for some reason he would be closer to 60 I don't know why but yeah very young and um, I was very shocked do you know what it reminded me of mm. do you remember when Kirby Bryant passed away yeah uh, it was one of those things where I remember looking down at my phone when Kirby passed away because basketball was my main sport other than cricket I looked at it and I was sort of almost couldn't believe happened because in my mind Kobe Bryant similar to Shane Warne was this sort of invincible figure and for the mm. thing with Kobe was and with Shane despite both having both having retired I think what made both of theirs hit and like Kobe's hit me really hard was um, the fact that they were still so active after their playing careers mm. so Kobe was you know um, oh, like he was online he was making films he was he won an Oscar you know, didn't he yeah he won an Oscar oh, yeah. um, so he was he was still very present mm. and same with Shane Warren he was obviously in his punditry and his commentary so mm. for me the the thing that relativised this was of course you know, Rod Marsh passed away on the same day another legend of cricket and a legend of Australian cricket mm. but I feel like although it's equally tragic that they lost two legends in the same week or in the same day the differential was that Rod Marsh although it was still sad had led a much fuller and in a way he'd almost left the cricketing scene of course he was still active as selector and everything but he'd already sort of had his cricketing career at the time in the cricket spotlight whereas I feel that Shane Warney said he was only 52 and I feel like that is so much more shocking because he still had so much more to give to the game Mm. and of course you can say Rod Marsh did as well but it just completely changed the framework within which we viewed it because he had so much more to give Um, yeah not done to play how sad it is that Rod Marsh died either because they're both tragic accidents. But um. mm-hmm. And I suppose we'd heard it a couple of days before that about Rod Marsh being in hospital and stuff. So we were sort of, people might have been preparing themselves for that. Yeah, because it, it came out of the blue, didn't it? Yeah. The shame. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sharing 
Now, as you know, we're a fan-led podcast, so we put a call out to see how this news affected our followers. And I must say, although we're still a very small media outlet, the response we saw was really quite remarkable. There was a real outpouring of, of support for Shane Warne and his legacy. And there isn't enough time to read all of the messages that we were sent, but let me just quickly run through a few. And to repeat, there was really nothing but love for, for Shane Warne and what he stood for and the, the, the legacy he leaves behind. So firstly, there were those who, who just appreciated how good of a player he was. Um, at cricket.a-z said that Shane Warne was their inspiration for becoming a leg spinner. And I think that resonates with a lot of other people as well. Just him showing people how leg spin could be, could be you could be the star of the show if you bowl leg spin. It wasn't something that previously happened before. At Nimesh underscore Bajani said it was the reason why I bowl leg spin. So directly because of Shane Warne. So many people must have got into cricket and into bowling spin in particular. At Yash underscore Daltani just says Goat Turner. <laughs> and that is definitely you speak. Something you probably wouldn't have heard in terms of a tribute <laughs> 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, for those that are unaware, Goat, greatest of all time. But yeah, just love for how good of a player he was. There were those who contacted us explaining how much they appreciated how he promoted the game and how he was an advert for the game. Um, at Dominic Flynn 73 said he made spin bowling cool again the sentiment is completely correct he, as far as I'm aware and everything that I've read although we are too young to remember him playing for the first time um, leg spin became a, a, a mainstream threat for all the teams where they would look to get a leg spin bowler rather than being something which they would take a risk on now and again at Laksh underscore Narula 17 says he was the greatest to ever turn the ball, a superstar who made spin bowling magical and was an iconic idol to many. And of course there are those who spoke about how much of an inspiration he was to them personally. A nice message from at Biggie played guitar. Um, he says, you know how there are certain famous people that just seem like they would be great fun to have a pint with? Shane is one of those guys that you know would have you in tears of laughter all night long. Rest in peace, mate. Do you guys think you'd been fun to have a pint with? I think more than one pint, I think. Do you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe several. But yeah, it, it seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, from, from where I'm sitting at least, what people say, I know it's to the media, so maybe it's a bit tempered, but the media collective and all the people I know who've worked with them who've paid tribute in recent times, all of them say how much fun he was, and how how positive he was, and how he was just a joy to work with because he would always like get you up and going. Mm. Um, and I imagine if he had a couple of pints in him, he um, even though he was Australian, <laughs> he might um, yeah, it might be quite fun. Ian underscore Lacey seventy one. Oh yes, Ian's back. Um, he says he was a cricketing genius and one of my favourite all time cricketers. Such a sad loss. And I'm sure that's the same for many other people listening at home. And to round this off nicely. At Yasas underscore RJ underscore just says a legend with the crown emoji. Are you guys surprised by that response? No. The outpouring from our followers, even though many of them won't have been around at a time when he was playing Test cricket. Are you surprised by that response? No. Everywhere has had the same, we've seen the same thing, haven't we? All over the news and Twitter and everywhere. Yeah, my dad's just um, uh, flown back to India. And all the Indian newspapers, fun covers, Shane Warne. Oh, really? So even in India, the uh, response is very, very, mm. um, yeah, it's been it's been huge. Yeah. And again, like most of our followers, I assume, are UK-based or India-based. For someone to kind of 
um, impact people. Like transcend the game yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Bound, um, yeah. Mm. Has been yeah, just shows just how shows how special he was as a talent and as a as a character. Yeah. Just for other reasons I looked at BBC News or the BBC homepage yesterday. I don't know where you're listening from at home, but there's an ongoing invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces, which is a major event in not just in history, in world history. Um, redrawing with a map, intense repercussions all over the world. And it was that was the top story. There was a story about a nuclear power plant that was hit. And then the third story was about Shane Warne. And cricket, in England at least, in the UK, is quite still one of the biggest sports, but it's still quite a niche sport. And I think it speaks volumes to how big of a legacy he has and how much of a character he was. That in a, in a world defined by massive news stories, which, to be let's be frank, have more relevance, more importance than cricket, he was still pu- pulling, punching way above his weight to get, to get that story to be so important that it goes right next to it warfare I think speaks volumes about how how much of a character he was and how important his legacy is and will continue to be as the cricketing world comes to terms with his passing mm. what memories do you guys have of him because we as I said we were we sort of developed as cricket fans and as people engaged with game of cricket when he had already I, not quite when you retired. I was playing, but I don't really. Know. I didn't know who he was when I started playing. So yeah, when did you? When did you first remember him? Do you have any memories of him? Sort of. Of course, everyone remembers the ball of the century to Gatting. Um, but yeah, do you want to reflect on that a little bit? Well, the, the first cricket at all I remember watching is two thousand and five Ashes. So even though England won that, I think he got forty wickets in <laughs> one five Test series. I'm doing that in a loss. <laughs> yeah, single-handedly sort of. Was in the UK? Yeah. In England? Yeah. So even though it was 2-1, it was a close series, one of the greatest ever, people like to say. Um, we watch it sometime, the highlight. Mark Nicholas is on comms. I bet you both have the DVDs. <laughs> yeah. We do at home. <laughs> First hit, my girlfriend. <laughs> sitting down to watch 2005 Ashes highlights. tell me that's a joke. That me. is a joke. Okay. I would have been dumped straight away if I'd happened. Stored <laughs> now, even. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Joel, please continue. No, it's all right. So that's the first, yeah, that's the first cricket I remember watching. And I think for a lot of people our age in England and a bit older, that series was like the a sort of watershed moment for getting into cricket and being hooked by cricket. And also for, for Shane Warne to be a sort of almost as important as the England players for English cricket. Cause, uh, the spectacle, almost. Yeah. Sort he also of, played county cricket, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a sort of uh, England's nightmare, England's tormentor for years. So he was almost as as important as as important a figure in English cricket than he was in Australian cricket. Um, so yeah, I remember that series, sort of watching him in awe, and and he also produced individual moments like sort of runner up to the ball of the century against Strauss, so behind his legs. Even though I'm an English, supposedly an England fan, yeah. you can't help but love watching those back. Like they're just yeah, he's a magician at work. He's not a cricket player. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And there's uh, a lot of people have been sharing that iconic photo of him bowing with his hat, with his hat off yeah. to the Barmy Army. That was that series <laughs> after they were yeah, giving so him some back and forth and yeah. um, battles with Peterson and Flintoff. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I think for me, like a lot of other, especially English kids. 
who were growing up then, that was sort of uh, the series which sparked their interest. And that was a, a lot of, mainly probably because of Shane Warne. Speaking about um, Andrew Flintoff, I was listening to a podcast that hasn't been re- released for a while now, but um, it's called Flintoff Savage Inside, the Ping Pong Man, whatever podcast. And they were talking a bit in this episode I happen to be listening to about the 2005 Ashes. And Andrew Flintoff was saying how one of the reasons that they managed to pick themselves up, even though they were the best team in the world at the time, Australia, was that the mindset they had was, especially when facing Shane Warne, they don't recognise the, the mystique or the, the aura that surrounded Shane Warne and just treat him as any other bowler. And something which I wasn't aware of because I was too young at the time, but people have been saying, is that it was more than just he was a great bowler. It was everything else alongside of it. He was Shane Warne. He was the the magical legspin bowler who bowled gatting around his legs and who can make it rag square or can completely bamboozle you with a flipper. And it was that level of control, sort of free real estate mind games that he could play with what he did. It doesn't matter if he was bowling well or not. You go in thinking, oh, this could go anywhere. He's already won the battle. And I think that mystique is something that I will, you know, I didn't experience it personally, will remember that although he literally couldn't hurt anybody, he wasn't bowling an FRs now like a Brett Lee or a Mark Wood or someone like that, he still had the ability to completely unsettle some of the best batsmen in the world even though it was going to be coming in at 50, 60 miles an hour, um, which I think is quite phenomenal, really. Mm. Memories for you, actually, as an Indian fan? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't... I remember kind of... I, I never watched his test career. Um, I was definitely too young for that. But I, I heard of it, and I was aware of his kind of... His um, legacy already um, by this time. By the time I started watching cricket, and I, I definitely do remember him playing for Rajasthan in the IPL that first season, and him winning. He's um, captain as well, wasn't he? That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that very clearly. Uh, for me, I think Shane uh, Shane Warren was uh, a bigger impact in my kind of reintroduction to cricket. So I stopped following cricket for a long time. And I think in second year of uni with Joel and you, I kind of started following it again. And then obviously we we had the pandemic and during the pandemic, that's when I just started following cricket a lot more. And Shane, I used to watch Shane Warren videos of him (laughs) explaining leg spin. And I used to go, I used to go into my hallway. I I couldn't stand up and bowl because it it wasn't long enough and I hit the ceiling. It wasn't high enough. So I'd kneel down on the ground and practice trying the leg spin techniques, watching his videos, yeah, getting the palm facing the back and doing it the other way, palm facing the front if you wanted to do the wrong one. So yeah, I used to watch a lot of, like he got me back, like, you know, got me interested in Mm. bowling. Uh, uh, You two two both bowl, I say leg spin, (laughs) part-time Very straight, straight honours, <laughs> um, which turned the air. So, would you say that he was actually had shaped the desire you had to bowl leg spin? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. John, yeah, I think. Well, my older bro- my oldest brother, has always bowled leg spin, and I think that was because of Shane Warne, and he had a poster and t shirt and stuff. Did and, he? Um, <laughs> and then right. I think I followed my brother. But I, I, I remember I was playing in the driveway with my other brother and my dad 
and um, uh, replicating his run up and his action and stuff, and th- and yeah, wanting to be leg spinners. It's a very efficient run up, isn't it? Yeah, uh, not it's much, beautiful. not yeah. much uh, theatrics to it. Just until the, a until stride, the last stride, it. yeah, and then explodes, explodes in the last yeah. stride, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember the design of the t-shirts? Out of interest. Um, was I, it just like um, I, I, this? May be completely wrong, but I'm imagining just a massive like headshot of Shane Warne. I think like front and center, like he was. I think it might have been an action shot in his, as in, in his follow through or something, or as he released the ball mm-hmm. and a king mm-hmm. of spin written yeah. on it. And then, yeah, you know, just to reference another legend, mm-hmm. my dad had a T-shirt saying "King of Spain" with Ashley Giles on it. <laughs> so I thought you meant the legend was your dad. <laughs> <laughs> king he of is Spain. A legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Shout out to Simon. That's the, that's the sec- second mention for Simon that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I even during lockdown, I read Shane Warren's autobiography. Mm-hmm. Um, the only cricketing related book I've ever read. Uh, don't, don't tell the listeners that. <laughs> they think that we are some kind of yes. amazing cricket well, encyclopedia. Well, let's, just wait, let's just wait for Virat Kohli to release his. Oh, well. Or Rahul Dravid. Um, <laughs> or any Indian. Well, maybe Rahul Dravid. He's probably released it already. I don't know. Anyway, um, we digress. I yeah, suppose. his uh, autobiography was uh, fascinating. It does allude to a lot of his um, uh, controversial moments, but you know, that, uh, I I think that was just trying him trying to appease those who were interested in that. I wasn't really interested mm-hmm. in that. What was really cool for me was his kind of introduction to cricket. He was more of a Aussie Rules uh, football player. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how he started off at. So he had like that gave him athletic abilities and he was like a big lad mm. um, and he discovered cricket really late yeah he also was a big tennis player was he yeah yeah he could, he could wow. he, i think he was playing at a really high level so cricket was like his third sport for a long time and then, <laughs> can you imagine there's so yeah. many aussies like that i think um carry and Payne were Aussie rules yeah. yeah first i think yeah. can you imagine being so good at sports mm-hmm. your third best sport is the one that you become one of the very greatest to have ever have lived and to play that sport. Yeah, and then yeah. of course there's Barty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's mad. Elise Perry. Elise Perry. I just don't remember who it was. Yeah, she would played football and cricket. Yeah, at the same time for the national teams. Like one of them isn't enough. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I find it really quite telling that three people are sat- sitting here discussing Shane Warne, who have no real memory per se, of him playing or the 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 fame associated with when you're a current player rather than a retired player. And all the same, people here have, have moulded their entire game and in a, in a certain, to a certain extent their love of cricket off of him and his legacy. And I'm trying to think of other players where that would be the case where even though the, we've had no direct comparison to them or we haven't seen them on the cricket pitch live, shall we say, they have such a f- profound effect on how people view the game and how people, similar to, let's say, for example, Steve Smith and Labuschagne. If you go to the Nets in Australia, you'll hear pe- you'll see people doing the funky leave where they sort of samurai sword at the background and shout, no run and this, that and the other. But to have that effect long after you've retired, mm-hmm. I think it's quite phenomenal, even though we are still so young. We still associate him and what he's done as being very impactful. No, I don't. I don't want this to become a, a sort of like a leaderboard. Hmm. It's more of just a general discussion. But in terms of 
cricketing history at present, you can't predict what's going to happen in the future, but in terms of cricketing history at present, where do you think Ilya will rank as a spin bowler or just as a cricketer in general? Because there are people saying he is the best spinner in cricket history. There are people who are putting him down as one of, if not the best cricketer in cricketing history. Where would you guys see his, his legacy and what he was as a player? Where would you see that exists on the spectrum of cricket greatness? Well, I, I can only say from who I've watched on TV footage I've seen. I haven't seen all like the, the greats like Laker, Jim Laker and all those greats. But from the sort of modern professional era or whatever, I think he's the best bowler. Best wow. ever. Best bowler, full stop. Better yeah. than Jimmy. Oh, miles, miles ahead. I think, even though, even though, like Murali's got more wickets. So Murali was a, was a equally in his own right a magician. Yeah, well, he had no idea where it was going. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, yeah, you've heard people say Murali, you didn't know which way it was going to go. Shane Warne, you could pick Shane Warne, but it didn't matter. Because like things like his aura and his and apparently he was very tactical as well, Shane. Like he'd mm. give you, you know, he he would set you up almost. Yeah, mm. his yeah. like setting up of uh, batsmen was incredible. And I kind of agree. Well, I agree as well. I think. Um, I mean, I love Morley as a South Asian. Like you know, I I always rooted for him, mm. and I was more of a fan of Morley. But I have to say that Shane. What he's done as a spinner, playing mainly outside of the subcontinent, mm. mm-hmm. to have gotten so many wickets in those kind of conditions, yeah. is yeah. just oh, hard Australian pitches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean both are both are incredible people. I think Morley's gone through so much as well with his action, and he's had to deal with all of that. Mm. Shane initially in his career went through a lot of injury struggles, and he had to battle battle through that. So he showed really a lot of per- perseverance um, and determination through that. So. Um, they're both incredible uh, sportsmen, but I, I think, I think in terms of, um, yeah, mm. I'd, ha- I'd have to give it to Shane. Mm. I think where I approach this from, once again to make a comparison back to basketball, the debate on who's the greatest basketball player of all time. In my mind, there's only one answer, and that's Michael Jordan. And you can argue about who's got the best jump shot. Whatever in cricket, you know about who's the better spinner. Doesn't matter wickets you take actually matter because it depends on who you're playing against and the conditions you play in, etc. But I think the fact that Shane Warne put cricket on the map, similar to how Michael Jordan did with basketball, suddenly people who didn't know about basketball mm. knew about Michael Jordan and therefore knew about basketball. And I feel like it's the same with Shane Warne. People who didn't necessarily know about cricket or about leg spin or the intricacies of leg spin, because of Shane Warne and only because of Shane Warne they started to learn about the game and they sort of used it as an entry point. And that ability of Shane Warne to transcend just the cricketing communities and to get his name beyond just the cricket sphere, I think sets him apart because this is a silly example, but um, when we were preparing for this recording, I asked my girlfriend if if she'd heard the news, if she'd heard of Shane Warne because she knows absolutely nothing about cricket, can't stand it at all. Um, and to my absolute amazement she knew who Shane Warne was <laughs> and she said oh it was that that spin bowler <laughs> and while that may seem a bit rude for somebody who has no interest whatsoever and really no idea at all about cricket for her to recognise the name and to know that, it's a, that he was a spin bowler when she doesn't even really know what spin bowling is I think shows in a really clear way just how much cut through Shane Warne had mm. 
that even people who have no clue about cricket will recognise the name and, and care about what happens to him and, and what his legacy represents. Mm. Yeah. Um, It'd be great if that same logic was applied to the tennis greatest of all time. Uh, <laughs> Andy, Mar- Andy Murray, right? No. Because uh, I feel... Tim Henman. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Murray will be the greatest tennis player of all time only because when he was asked at Wimbledon 2014 how he has his strawberries, he completely forgot to say with cream like he was supposed to. He said with his fingers. <laughs> Tim Henman has a hill named after him. No. So. Roger Federer. Cultural impact has been huge. I'm not making this about tennis. But you need you, Rafa, Novak are better. Whatever. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's over it. He doesn't care. He's just no. looking very upset sitting in the corner with yeah, his arms folded. Yeah. For listeners who can't see this, this is a real picture I'm seeing. Something <laughs> very upset about not being able to talk about tennis. <laughs> oh man, if if we had a tennis <laughs> podcast. Well, actually, competition's too good. You wouldn't ask us on it either, would you? Mm? You won't get us on it. Can you imagine us two talking about tennis? <laughs> like, I like forehands. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut all this tennis stuff out. No, it's fine. No, we, I think it takes away I don't, from I, Genuinely, I don't think... It, we genuinely don't think it'd be appropriate to have a entirely sombre conversation. Of course, it's appropriate to an extent, but given how Shane Wall lived his life and how he tried to live his life rather than just exist, I think it was. I was listening to the Women's World Cup game yesterday morning, or this morning actually. And I think it was, yeah, it was bad. And it was Mel Jones, I think, said that in 52 years he did more living than most people will do in double that. Huh. I think that's fair, and I'm not sure it would be particularly appropriate just to have one summer conversation, actually. You should have fun and, and mm. yeah, should have live life rather than just reminisce somberly about everything they said. Mm. We should have brought Tinsley Fosters, shouldn't we? Sorry, yes, I, I no, choose thank just you. showing us some India score. That's right. Thanks, guys. So, just to round this bit off, best cricketer in the world, is he in the conversation? Yes, oh, no. he's definitely oh, in the all conversation. Time. Of all time. Best cricketer of all time. Definitely in there for In me. the conversation, yeah. He's not... It wouldn't be my top choice of all-round cricketer, but, I mean, he did score over 3,000 test runs as well, didn't Which he? Matter. People forget about that. Yeah. It's quite handy down the order, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's a great definitely... slipper. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Quality in the slips. Him and McGrath. Just ridiculous together. Yeah. McGrath. 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 There's definitely a bias to... Oh, I don't want to... No, please... I was just going to say there's definitely a bias towards batsmen in these kind of best of all time conversations right people always say such and Brian Lara Bradman not many bowlers it is because batting is harder than bowling who get more injuries bowlers exactly true but who gets more concussion yeah to be fair that was actually a very good debate for another podcast batsmen have a helmet bowlers don't have a helmet why am I acting (laughs) like I'm a bowler why am I defending uh but yeah, definitely yeah. in the conversation for greatest of all time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. No. 100%. I, I reckon I'd put him in definitely top five, maybe even Ooh. narrow it down a bit more from, as wow. again, from uh, from the era that I've seen. Top one? Top three, maybe. Top three, wow. Wow. Sachin Lara, Sachin Bradman, one? I'm, I'm not going to go into that now. It's no, different. Yeah. Is Sachin in Gen- top three? Maybe. I think that would actually be a very interesting, regardless of what the listeners think, for us yeah. at least, that would be very Ooh. interesting to go down, because I think we would have extremely different opinions on who is the best batsman, who is the best. So 
We all are. All I am as well, anyway. This is a democracy, actually. Yeah. Your your opinion is just as valid as ours, Mm -hmm. even if you know nothing about cricket. Even if you. Born outside this country. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Um, To round this off, I'll just say that there have been so many tributes from everyone and anyone, and it is quite remarkable the number of tributes that, of course, we got. At just cricket as as a media outlet that's just up and coming, but also from people you really wouldn't expect to necessarily even know who Shane Warne was, because they're not particularly engaged with the the cricketing world per se. Mm. So I'm going to read through this list, and I want you guys to give a little quick reaction of if you're surprised with who these people are that gave these tributes. Ed Sheeran. Oh, really? Hugh Jackman. Oh. Sally Pearson, Hurdler, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boris Johnson, Danny Minogue, Russell Crowe, Sachin Tendulkar, obviously, Mick Jagger. I saw that. Yeah, Mick Jagger. That was remarkable. Fun times. Yeah, together. he probably did I actually. Yeah, yeah. Probably have at a party. Yeah. But I was thinking, Mick, like how many sports people you get one of the the biggest names to exist in rock and roll to to give you a tribute. <laughs> Mm. I found that phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal? Again, I keep saying the word phenomenal. Found phenomenal. That unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so to, to round us off once again, I think he just he just transcended the game. And I think these the amount of tributes he's got from people in politics, from people in music, from people in art, from people in in a, almost every single discipline and, and, and part of life, every walk of life, just speaks volumes. And, and, that, and that's the best, the best thing we can leave this on, is just he was larger than life and larger than the game of cricket and he'll be remembered very fondly for years and years and years to come mm-hmm. because of that so yeah so that's about it from us um, no shout outs no begs for likes or subscribers or anything all I want to do is thank you all we want to do is thank you for listening and if you feel like it think about raising a glass to the memory of one Shane Keith Warren tonight bye for now <laughs>